All right, want to welcome everybody to the South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show. I am Cameron Hawkins, and I'm joined by Travis Bryant. Travis, how's it going, man? What's happening, Cam? Man, um, so here's what's happening. Um, we had, and we didn't even talk about this beforehand. We had an episode of The Flash that I thought was super smart and super effective, even if not a lot of things happened in it. Like, even if there wasn't a whole bunch of progression, I really liked this episode. Well, um, were, I mean, I know when I say progression, like, I mean, we didn't necessarily get closer to solving the problem of the season. Well, to me, this this was the most doom and gloom kind of episode because they, they seem like they have no options, no answers. Like, mm. well, what are they going to do? Oh, well. Yeah, and we got the preview at the very end, and we'll... Okay, so... so, I mean, because, you know, something has to work, and he's not going to (laughs) just... Yeah, yeah, and so we'll we'll get to that, because I want to talk... Because it's funny, um, we've probably talked about that the preview for the next episode four or five times on this show, because I bring up uh, Flashpoint a lot, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Um... But no, yeah, so I just thought it was, um, yeah, there was definitely doom and gloom. There was a sense of, uh, like, finality and helplessness. Um, but I still thought that kind of the way it played out was, was really cool. Um, but we'll, we'll touch on that. Let's not, let's not break the mold too much. There's a few things I want to talk about, and this will be some fun conversation. So, uh, for, first off, man, how was your week? Uh, it was, it was all right. Um, uh, nice long weekend. Um. Went to a concert last night. Uh, that was that was really fun. I uh, went to see a band called uh, Polika. Uh, synth synth pop act, uh, kind of alternative synth pop squad. Yo, all the time I saw that, I thought it was like police. Poli- well, it's P O L P O L I C A. So yeah. Yeah. It's not even, it's like this contentious thing. It's like, well, not contentious, but is it, it's Polish for police, but then it's like not, and, but maybe it's some kind of dialect that you don't, that's not like official, mm-hmm. I don't, whatever, Polico. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, they're really, they're really good. And this was the first uh, concert I've been to the, of, of an act that was on a second or third album promoting a second or third album their third album just came out in into february beginning of march sometime and they did pretty much 80 percent that album like I, it was fine it's a damn good album 
but they didn't go back and you know the hits the, the ones that get to have the most YouTube views that kind of thing they uh, just that just seems like not risky as a band but or, or as an act but uh, you don't expect that it shows a lot of confidence in the new stuff yeah to just go with the new stuff and it was like uh, I forget what I was listening to a while back they're talking about these like uh, older bands like your Red Hot Chili Peppers and your Aerosmiths who would like go to shows and want to perform their new music the and the crowd would just yeah they're like play uh you know play I don't know dude looks like a lady right or whatever, it, it just sings, depends whatever. and that, that <laughs> happens when you're not putting out you know when you break that that cycle of putting out stuff every two or three years and then you're putting out maybe two albums in the last ten years like well you don't really care. You know, it's like, sorry, we don't care about these last two albums. Play the, something off one of your first six. You know, yeah, play the hits. So it's a fine a fine line. Those kinds of acts uh, uh, have to walk. But it's a, that's a good problem to have, I think. So, yeah, I um... So you, you went to the show. Any, anything else interesting happened in the last uh, seven days or so? I guess five yeah, days or so. Um, well, I, t- I think I talked about the fix and all that stuff last week. I got Superman American Alien 6 and Ant-Man 7. Is that still going strong? Uh, yeah, this one was... <laughs> I, I actually haven't read 6. I just read 5 earlier today. And it's his first Clark's... Or, you know, Superman's first foray. He gets named Lex Luthor and... Uh, this one names him, not the paper. I always thought it was the, you know, Lois and those people that wrote for the the planet. Daily planet. The planet that named yeah. them, but whatever Luther in this in this one does. Uh, and he he has his first major run in with him, and boy, did Lex like make him look like the biggest chump and. Whew. <laughs> but, you know, it was his first, like, major, like, ah, the city's in trouble from this thing. And, you know, he just went with emotion. But, yeah. So, and also, I decided to start, stop reading the Ant Man series I'm reading now. At, like, I stopped at five. Um, and go back and I'm reading the ones Rich, Rich gave, uh, bought to me at WrestleMania, uh, for WrestleMania, down at WrestleMania. <clears throat> and,. Man, I I I love Ant Man. Like I love the Ultimates. You know, as a, that's a group and it's a whole intellectual kind of mm. whole different level of of storytelling. But Scott Lang is, boy, do I like him. <laughs> like I like this book. I really really like Ant Man. It's it's and because let, they, let they play on like the fact um, that like I don't know a ton of the insider comic stuff, but they seem to play on the fact that he's not like he's like yeah I tried a couple things you know I was an Avenger for a while and then I was with the Fantastic Four but nothing stuck you know and he like self in a self uh, deprecating way talks about you know yeah I don't shoot lasers I don't do that I just you know can good shrink down and I talk to ants and it's like. It seems like well, that's probably been been the knock on Ant Man for however long, you know, forty years, thirty years. Yeah, like kind of like how people, kind of like the knock on Aquaman. So, but yeah, but right. So it seems like in the dialogue, they're like without it being too obvious, at least to me who doesn't know. But it seems like something's there. 
Um, and his character, he's just a, he's just a guy, and he's a f- t- f- ridiculously flawed guy that that you know kind of wants to just do the right thing, but can't got can't get out of his own way. It's like who can't relate to that? As somebody who is really like your first foray into the character was the movie. Yep. Do you feel like do you feel like they're similar oh, characters yeah, as totally. far as how they play off each other? I think if I reversed it, if I had been into the comic, at least this the updated version, the one I'm working with, and then read the uh, and then saw the movie, I'd be I'd have been happy. Like, oh yeah, they they got that. Uh, they made his wife in the movie way nicer than she is in the book. Like, what a she's man. nice and she's nice uh, in the movie. Well, compared to the friggin' beast she is in the book, yeah. I mean, because the thing about it is, of course, we get the the when we say his wife, we don't mean his mother's daughter. We mean, oh, we do mean his mother's daughter. Okay, I got you. Okay. And then, and then, you know, she, you know, she gets with that guy who hates him. So yeah. Dating the police. They they're like bigots. They don't like people with superpowers. (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, it's um, so yeah, it's 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 cool to hear you like to follow that. Along yeah, with and, you. and and it was um, one of those. This was like the first time I think. So four months I've been you know strong New Year's Day literally uh, this year. Mm. Uh, so going on five months uh, that I talked to Randy, the guy that works there and helps run the place, and we got we talked for ten, 20, 15 minutes just. Uh, Ultimates Five was super lit, and he was just uh, on that. And then he's ta- and then he starts talking to me like about Secret Wars and no oh, some kind of DC reboot. And I'm like, buddy, like I don't like, I, <laughs> like hey Randy, I didn't. Yeah, yeah you got to tell him at the beginning like I can't. And here's the thing, like it's if you have the discipline to not follow these big events, I don't plan to. Your pockets will thank you. Yeah, it'll like that's that's actually like a good thing. What would I have? Uh, you know, I'm looking at my Rat Queens uh, trade right here. Stick with the five or seven. You know, Superman American Alien ends next month. Um, you know, maybe I'll pick something up. I was looking at Miss Marvel. I like. I think that's a really compelling thing. But looked at the art. Kind of uh, kiddish. Kiddish. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, looks kind of juvenile. So, uh, and plus, they only had issue five, and there was no way I was going to get one through four, and the trade doesn't come out till June, and I'll probably lose interest by then. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, just I don't know. Something about those female characters that just really. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is um, like it's weird for me. All the things that happened to me this week um, didn't really have to do with. I guess a departure from me usually saying, "Oh, I went here and I went to go do this." It's been way more, way more insulated. So I guess kind of the first thing since last week, I had the quietest weekend I've had in so long. Like we uh, we did go to um, like happy hour Friday, and we haven't gone out. You know, just me and my girl, just the two of us, like in a while, it's like just to get out and hang out and just. I mean, I consider it a quiet night because we were just at a restaurant, having a couple drinks, eating dinner. It was very simple. Um, so we did that on Friday, and then the rest of the weekend, man, was just 
I was watching basketball and doing chores. That was the like the entirety of it. And went to the gym. Like it was very um it was a very regular weekend. Um but I guess it's funny because all the things that have been going on with me are just way more uh like I say, way more insulated, way more interior, like my thing right now, so of course, when we always talk about it, we, we throw this big boat party every summer. So anybody, like, I'm sure there are people who listen to this who have never seen us physically in person, all right? So I'm a guy, I walk around about 180, 185, okay, as far as weight goes, right? So last summer, um, I was like, okay, we're having this boat party, I want to be, like, in super good shape, I want to be chiseled. So I got down to, like, 170, and I hated every minute of it. I hated it. I hated the way I looked. I hated the way I felt. It was just weird. Stuff fit funny. Um, so I was like, no, this time around, I actually want to be some between 185 and 190. So I've been lifting heavy, and I've been eating five times a day, which is the hardest thing in the entire world for me. Because, and my, like, my girl's sitting there, she's shaking her head right now. She's like, not for me. She says it's easy for yeah, her. Yeah, I'm sitting here but like, again, oh, because, like eat five times a day. The, no, and, but no, the thing day. is, we talk about it like I'm not a snack guy. Like, I eat my meals. I eat breakfast and lunch and dinner. So to have to figure that in more is, it's a task for me. Like, the the body's adjusting to it, but it's it's that's a fun trip. So, yeah, um, my, my week has literally been like, okay, go to the gym and lift heavy. And then do your chores. And then wash the dishes really quick. That's kind of what it's been for me personally. Now. There's been some pretty cool stuff going on around me. Here's the funny thing. Um, so I talk um, a lot of times at the end of the show about the stuff that we have coming up. So in the last two days, two of my buddies hit me who wanted to do the show. They're like, okay, I want to do the podcast now because they haven't been talking about it. So my one buddy, is um, he's a music producer, all right? Um, and he's been wanting to do it like since the beginning. And I think he's actually coming up this weekend, he said. So we're looking for some time so we can get him on. He's... Super cool guy, super down to earth. The music is really, really good. So hopefully he'll be generous and let us figure in some of the music to the show when we do it. So that'll be fun. My other buddy uh, hit me today, and he just got back in the States. So um, he is actually a Harlem Globetrotter. Uh, We went to high school together. He danced for uh, the Spurs for a while. And then he got with this group um, who, like, toured colleges and all that, and now he's a Harlem Globetrotter. So he's finally off tour, and so he wants to, like, come out and talk about that. And I think it's the coolest thing. Like, he's uh, – gosh, I've known him since I was a freshman and he was a sophomore in high school. So, yeah, it's been cool, like, kind of watching him. And he has some uh, some cool personal stuff that he kind of worked his way through, so hopefully we get to talk about that. And then today, are you familiar with uh, the term kaiju? I know, like, kaiju big battle. Okay, like, so it's, like, anime and uh, manga, like, monsters, Japanese monsters from these uh, shows and stuff, right? So my buddy hit me as we started recording. Um, he's an artist, and he just put out his first comic called Texas Kaiju. Um, so he, like, uh, just showed me the print of it and all that. So I'm going to pick one of those up next week, and hopefully I get to, like, review that for the show. So it's everybody's doing super cool things. And I'm like, I, I, this is the whole reason I kind of wanted to do the show. Like, I just know these people who are just the most interesting people, and they have the best stories to tell. And I feel like, you know, people need to hear those stories because, you know, especially growing up in Texas, when you think Texas, you think cowboy cowboy boots and rodeos and, 
you know, lassos and tumbleweeds and all that kind of stuff. And there's just so much more to it. I just, you know, want to get those stories out. And it sounds like now we're really getting that opportunity. So it's really cool. Um, so two things before we get into the show. The first thing, Travis, what's the number one song in the country? Why do we have to talk about that? Because we do. Because we've actually been, we've probably been like the non-music podcast that's been tracking this kind of since its jump. Well, even before, well, I guess like initially when I, mm. <laughs> when I had this story about talking to my, my brother, younger brother about it, uh, about mm-hmm. him specifically designer and, and whether or not he's some kind of industry plant. Um, but yes, Panda is the number one song, and it grew. It was number five three weeks ago. It was number two last week. So I didn't realize this kid was eighteen. Trajectory, no. He's a He's child. A kid. Yeah, and which is kind of which is funny because him being a child, kind of, I don't feel like what he's doing is as deliberate in his mind you know me not knowing the guy who knows but it just seems like you know he's a kid making music and and kids the way they pick up language and the way they interpret things he might not know what he's doing you know like when you find like a kid's 18 from new york and his line is i got bras in atlanta it makes way more sense because it's like oh it just that was a cool rhyme and young guys like to talk about the women they have. Yeah, right. Even if they're non-existent, it's like, well, who cares? Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm just making a song. So yeah, so yeah, that's the number one song in the country. Now, um, kind of on some cool news. How about um, Drake and Future announce their tour? They're doing the Summer 16 tour, um, and it starts July 20th. And what's the first leg on the tour, Travis? Uh, uh, Toronto. Austin, Texas. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be cool. Like we're all we're all gearing up for that. Gotta uh, make sure we got the weed right and a lot of syrup. Sure. Uh, when do tickets go on sale? Oh, I mean, hey, I'll let you tell it, huh? When when is it going on sale? Oh, I haven't said yet. So we're still gonna see there, but that should be uh, that should be a really good time. So that'll be fun. Um, okay, and so and we'll do this quickly. Um, the thing I want to talk about. So I made a thread on Facebook today. And it was best rap song collaborations. Um, and it went, gosh, I, I, it probably I saw went strong. Like 131 comments, and that's like yeah. not even sub comments. I don't think. Yeah, not even the replies. replies. Uh, it was ridiculous. I didn't even. It was one of those things. Was I, at the beginning, it was like 14 comments. So maybe you know, 10 minutes in, and I was like. Number one, I don't have any good suggestions, but even if I say something, I'm going to have to end stop notifications because this is not this. I'm like, I can too see, much. Yeah. even with just a few comments now, this is going to be going all day and everybody's got something to say because there is no, well, there are right answers and MC Scat Cat isn't one of those. Uh, it's absolutely not the right answer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then it turns into everybody wants to post videos of this. And then, yeah. Well, else was funny. From the beginning, I wanted to post a video of every song. No, that, like I'm every sure song that somebody the, said. Yeah, 
and that's that's fine. Mm. It's just like yeah, that's it's, it's just too much. I have nothing to contribute to this. To this uh, yeah. That's more. But but here's the thing. Here's why you're a good guy because when you realize you have nothing to contribute, you don't try to contribute. There were a lot of people who had nothing to contribute that chose oh. to contribute, and it was like God, what? This isn't just good at all. Thought, this... You know, that's just not. I wanted like I couldn't remember if like did peaches and cream have like a rap to it? Like, well, well, no. Here's the funny thing. Peaches and cream did not have a rap to it. However, um, nobody in 112 can actually sing, so you might as well think it did. <laughs> That's my jam. No, I, I love 112. One song, I just... the, the, the part, the, uh, remember they had one song that wasn't Peaches and Cream, but then it broke in with... No, you're talking about Only You, the remix. Okay. No. Because it has Mace right, and Biggie so on So that's it. probably what I'm... Jesus, the notorious just... Please us with your lyrical thesis. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you over there. That's my jam, yo. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, I can tell by your vibes that you did give me, and I want to get you back to spot. Yeah, uh, dance with me. That's oh, what oh right, 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 right. My drop tops right, in the parking right, lot. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. That's a jam. Into... Yeah, because they used to have, they used to be like a staple where you put a little bit of one track at the end or in the middle. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you're right, right. That's yeah. Dance With Me. Dance With Me. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I messed that all up. Peas and Cream, something totally different. Yeah, but both good songs. But we had, um, no, I think, because I think Dance With Me might have been on the tail end of Peaches and Cream. That's how I'm getting. Like, that might have been that end clip, yeah. Um, no, I had some good stuff. Of course, like, I had to lead off with, uh, Method Man, Mary J. Blige are all I need because that's 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 the jump off point. Like that's the it's not the first rap song collaboration. It was but probably it's the, it's the, the one at like, least at the time the biggest. Yeah, no, it's the reason that it's the reason that the genre works. Like, of course, Walk This Way is I don't you know uh, it's pioneering, but it's look look but let's Quiet is kept. It's not a really good song. <laughs> like. And that's, what they're doing is not for me. I thought it was interesting, though. And, of course, like, our, you know, we have white friends. So there were a lot of the songs that were rock and rap. Oh, what about, did anybody and say Eminem like, and Dido? Just, oh, the, uh, 14 oh, times. Yeah. Just because, I mean, it's, um, that to me is like, whatever. That's, that's no, because that's, that's, that's like the apex yeah, of, yeah. And, and that's, and it's interesting man. because that's, that's two white artists making... <laughs> Well, a great rap song collaboration. Part wasn't like supposed to be some R and B soul thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but she's actually singing, regardless of what genre she's coming in. Like, but it was like, uh, like Faze Aunt like put up like Jay Z and Linkin Park. I was like, I guess, I guess this counts. That's cool. Um, and I mean that album sold you know hundred billion copies, as far as the uh, what was it called, Collision Course. Yeah, Jay Z, Lincoln Park, and it was it was cool. But that I was like, when, right, yeah. That was when and then first like, remember MTV when that was a was thing. Like, yeah, we're just gonna do mashup shows. And then we had some interesting things like, kind of the the qualif- the qualifier was it has to be at least one rapper and one singer. Um, but then you have stuff like, uh, Lauren Hill's doo-wop that thing. Where she's singing and rapping on the song, 
and it's or an all-time TLC great song. Kind of like... You know, we didn't even say TLC because that's crazy. And so I, I'm going to do that like later, probably. Like there's because Left Eye is definitely rapping. I mean, so is on song. Lord Hill is definitely rapping on. Well, no, yeah, that's, that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. That, that's the point. But I'm saying like nobody even qualified TLC because you think of TLC as an R&B group. group you know? Yeah, yeah, So, and then, like, that brings up stuff like, like T.I. You know, like, T.I. songs are, some of the songs, like, he's harmonizing on the song, Tip you know? But then people were doing, yeah, like, think, remember the song, Whatever You Like? Stacks on deck, Patron on ice, like, that, that's not rapping. Like, he's, you know, he's, he's harmonizing on that. Nobody even talked about T-Pain stuff. You know, it's, uh, that's a deep conversation, but it was fun. Um, and then you had people who would put, like, uh, posse rap cuts. I'm like, who's singing? Or Wait, they put, who, like, posse singing songs, who like, who's it? rapping? Who run it? Talking about posse cuts? But no, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, yeah, not, people not were putting... Yeah, no. Oh, but no, nobody threw that in there. But, yeah. But no, if we... Oh, if we talk about all-time posse cuts, like, that should be, like, tomorrow, like... All-time posse cuts. But, like, okay, they had, like, uh, Forever off the LeBron movie with, like, Drake, T.I., Eminem, uh, Kanye, and Jay. Or was Jay on that? No, Jay was on Swagger Like Us. But, yeah, like, it's like, no, Drake is singing the hook, but he's also rapping, but this is a great rap song, so. Oh, it was it was a fun exercise. Um, but there was, like, repeat stuff. And then, like, Marcus and, like, uh, Jason Fillmore were putting, like, Exhibit and, uh... Whatever band, I'm like guys, guys, guys. Like I. Well, I mean, you let you let Jay Z, Lincoln Park go, but not Exhibit. No, I. But I mean, I. But no, here's the thing. When she put Jay Z, Lincoln Park, I mean that's family. When she put Jay Z, Lincoln Park, I was like, this is cool, but I like the original version better. And it was like, because John Legend does the vocals on on the Jay album. Um, but then we got into, well, he's not credited, because that was kind of my, my thing, like, they have to be credited. And then, what did Jared put? Jared put something like, uh, he put Diamonds, uh, Diamonds Are Forever, Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Who's saying, what, because of the hook? Who, the backup singer? Exactly, we were like, Jared, come on, guy. <sighs> come on, that's just part of yeah. the instrumentation at that point. Yeah, so, no, it was, like I said, it was really fun. Um, I, I like doing stuff like that, like, I'm... I'm admittedly divisive on Facebook because I have strong opinions on things. And I respect that there are people who are never going to contribute to those conversations. Um, part of the reason because they don't know how. You know, that's... I get it. And I'm not I'm not here you to pressure you about question, why like, you won't talk about oh, things. One, I'm not, you know, 2000, I'm all over because I'm like into the... Yeah. I'm, I was deep into the culture. Now, 15 years, 16 years after... <laughs> you know, purposefully stepping like, yeah, let me get out of this. Yeah, but no, I mean it was yeah. it was people who were contributing who were clearly not yeah, listening yeah, to that but, music yeah, anymore. Like, and then we got into like Missy and how Missy has like twelve songs that would qualify for that because oh, Missy, she's just one of the best. Like, uh, do we have? I don't know how much Wayne we had on there, but like Lollipop should probably qualify as one of those songs. Well, because Static Major was actually singing the hook, so that should qualify, but. Yeah, it was it was fun stuff. Um, so no, that was like, like that was Facebook. Uh, oh, that sure. was cool. I, I would have been the one putting uh, some some Wu Tang joint with Takitha, who was like their like yeah uh, right in house their in house uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah 
So no, that would have that would have been like what? And then my boy tried to put like another Method Man song that wasn't with Mary J. I was like, dog, you're you're doing way too much. Like we 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 know you know music, but this is this is not gonna work for us. It's not gonna work at all. Oh wait 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 but wait yeah, wait wait. So, wait. Any, well, go ahead. It, Throw something I, in there. I know there had to have been somebody that said Debbie Harry, and and Fat Five Freddy. No, that didn't. Wait, happen. she was rapping. That was the whole right. She didn't. Yeah, because typically she's you know she sings and Blondie, but she rapped. So I guess that really wouldn't. That's a, that's well, I'm a, mad I didn't put uh, Tina Marie on there. What, square Dance, Square. Yeah, Square Biz. I love Who's that rapping? song. Is a rap? She rapping. Oh. <laughs> she singing and rapping. I love that song. It's fantastic. Hey, so I, I mean, it probably the 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 you let the hate flow through you. That was a dirty joke because it flew. Yeah, but like no, like I said, like not everybody contributes to every conversation. Like people I don't talk to, and when I say don't talk to, like people who I I haven't talked to since high school and haven't liked or contributed to anything I've said on social media since high school were liking my uh, Running Man challenge video. And it was the weirdest thing. Because I'm like, I don't... Like, I know you, but I don't... We don't it's, talk. Like, there's one kid... Yeah. It's weird. There's one kid, um... I... You know, we went to school together. We weren't... I went to a small magnet school, like, in a bigger school. We went to the magnet school together. But we were different. Like, we didn't... We didn't run in the same crowds. We didn't talk about the same stuff. So, I get to... I get to college. I get to UT. And I become really cool with this, uh... With this guy on the football team, he's like a big white guy. He's a lineman, but he um, I told you when I was at UT, it was like less than two percent black. But he played ball, so he was always with those guys. He was he was cool, like he's just one of the guys. Um, he used to like I see him on like Sixth Street, and he'd invite me to whatever parties they have and where they get special treatment. We kick it. So um, he adds me on Facebook, and I see his last name, and I'm like, wait a minute, are you cool with? And it turns out they're cousins. So it was like, you know, super small world. So, yeah, so the guy's cousin, like, likes something on my Facebook. I'm like, we don't even know each other like that. Like, it's been, we literally haven't talked in 13 years. But, okay, I'll, I'll take it. Nice to hear from you. Quickly, what gets me about Facebook is, like, I often, you know, I, I, I post sometimes out there stuff, but definitely, like, uh, you know, I don't want to say divisive, but certainly, like, uncomfortable at times things and i just feel like mm, you know you know okay 13 likes but then when you and you just wonder like i always assume like half the people i have that are on my friends list have my my thing like like i don't want to see his his stuff like i'm not going to block him because you know i don't want <laughs> but i don't want to see his stuff necessarily like james caldwell like there's no way like my lamb's blood meme today like there's no way james caldwell mr like you know jesus guy wants that and i don't say that in any, any disrespect but would want my heathen ass stuff showing up on his uh on his wall but when you post something that's just like really like that just hits and you're like, oh, 30, 40, 50, like, oh, hey, there's everybody. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, everybody comes out the woodwork for, for your, for your for cat picture or some silly shit or, or just, just something that just hits. Uh, 
And it's just like, oh, everybody, they do see stuff. They just go, yeah, no, that's next. Keep scrolling. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I posted some that crazy picture. Uh, what's her name? Uh, gosh, Chloe, Chloe Moretz uh, from, from Kick-Ass. And uh, Pat McNeil was like, yo, uh, he's like, uh, warn me before you post this. And I'm like, this is what got you? Like, <laughs> the rest of the stuff you're good with? So, Wait, yeah, the you, thing uh, is, you have to, like, be super paying attention or somebody has to go. Hey, yeah. Because I would have never seen. Yeah, where there's, like, yeah. yeah, where the, the one guy blowing two guys right. in the background. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> so that was there. He's like, hey, warn me. I was like, he must have really been, uh, he must have really peeped that. It was, uh, yeah, they had to pay attention. But okay. Um, I'm going to ask you about a couple of things when we get done. Some interesting stuff coming up this week. But we'll get to that. Alright, so we are on, gosh, was episode 219, Back to Normal. Alright, um, setting the stage, uh, Team Flash goofed with uh, Capture and Zoom. They got a little arrogant and didn't pull the trigger when they needed to. So, basically, um, he was able to kidnap Wally, and he was able to get Flash to trade his speed for Wally's life. And so now, we are less Flash, more Barry Allen at this point. Alright, um, kind of our lead-in, um, it's showing what happened earlier in the season with, you know, Jesse not really being able to tolerate the fact that her dad was willing to kill people to save her, and she skipped town. Okay. Uh, we get a okay, ahead, just real quick. So I remember the fallout, and I, you know, I but I can't remember who and how in the scenario around Wells, Harry Wells, killing someone. I know it happened, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Do you, can you just? Uh, I don't remember who he right, took out. Like, why isn't that like? But it was it was somebody on Earth too, right? I feel like this happened off-panel on Earth, too. And, of course, somebody's going to tell us tomorrow. But, um, yeah. That was off-panel. Um, but, yeah, it stuck with her, and she could not uh, rationalize it in her head. Um, and, yeah. It's, um... Again, we, we see Barry giving over his speed. We see Zoom taking it. Um only reason he didn't kill Barry is because Caitlyn uh, kind of got into his head. So then he leaves Barry and speeds off with Caitlyn and is out of there. Yep. Um, so now, yeah, we have uh, Barry's opening monologue and he's saying, yeah, everything's basically, uh, you know, he's going over like kind of how his day works. He starts with how it works as Flash. Zoom around, get ready, get to work, uh, grab some coffee. I think he stole that coffee, yeah. Is that why they showed him in... Because I'm like, what? You didn't wait in line before? Yeah, like... <laughs> and I mean... Like, and you know what? If they name a drink after me, I might... Yeah, right. he probably leaves... I probably might leaves, uh, cut in line. Decent, you know, like... Probably, yeah. Plus more in the, in the jar. You're going to find out he's actually taking money from the little... Uh, from the little penny bowl, or the little penny plate no, that they leave no, next to the no, side of worse. it. The, you know... Children's fun bucket or joint that wow the Salvation Army uh, Santa, <laughs> yep. but he's so fast he only takes like a penny out of each one from a Walmart. So I'm not really stealing it. 
But yeah, he uh, he speed reads through his work, um, drops his coffee mug, and of course catches it because he's the Flash. And now we get to him being normal, um, getting up like the rest of us, struggling. And I like I love that he's that guy. Um, I'm not saying that I smell clothes to make sure that they're clean. I'm not saying there can be like a pile of underwear, and I'm like, hmm, I wonder. And I put it fairly close to my face to make sure it's uh. All good in the hood. I'm not saying I do that, but I understand. Fairly close. You gotta get you know get it up in there. No, you actually you gotta be able to see through the thread. Um, and then he's sitting next to annoying Travis on the bus. That, that is who's playing me. his music without the headphones. I hate. No. I, I can't tell you like what's worse. I don't know if I hate people who play music on their phones. Or people who talk on speakerphone in public. They, I, I hate them. Why I hate are you doing this? As, as bad. It was like when we went through the Nextel chirp era. Oh my God, it was out oh of God. control. Out of control. So this, you get up. I was on the bus, and you know, I, I went and I sat down, and this kid next to me couldn't have been no more than twenty, just holding his phone in his hand, playing some garbage, and I just looked at his phone, looked at him. And I had my head, I had, I'm listening to a podcast or something, who knows, but I had, you know, stuff going on in both my ears, and I'm still, like, just very distracted by what he's got going on a couple seats away, and I just get up, and I just, you know, move to a different part, like, alright, because you can't, what are you going to do, say something, and then, you know, that'd be the day he will, you know, you gotta risk it all. His life, clearly, like why? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care about anybody. He doesn't care about anybody's comfort or, or, or you know, well, you know, whatever. Consider, you know, uh, whatever I'm trying to think of. He's not considerate at all. Anybody on that bus or anybody in that part of the bus. So who knows? He might be willing to die today. He just, I, I'm not yeah. taking that risk. He's look, you know, you gotta be kidding me. And then so, but at least a phone call. It's a little, it's a little more excuse if you're just loud on the phone yeah. speaker. But the music, I think, you is know, less excusable. Working in administration, it's so frustrating when people call you on speakerphone so you can hear everything that's going on in the background. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, look, I'm. If if I were to flip and do the same thing, you'd swear I was just the worst person ever. Like if I turned up the music on my computer and unplug my headphones and talk to you on the phone like that, you would ask me to turn it down. They'll do that and then what's worse than that, don't talk to me when you're outside. They go inside. Go in the building. I know you're around the building. I know you probably have a car. I know you can probably just stand up next to a wall so the wind's not blowing. Like you're better than this. But yeah. So he's sitting next to an annoying guy who's just having a ball on he's his way phone. way too happy to be playing, you know, There's no, no, he's, rumble burst. He's certainly playing um, something involving boobs and coins. These are both happening. He has to be better. I'm not from mad this. at the guy. You know, I mean, for, you know, real, just the, the, that, 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 that request coming. I need, I need them coins and them clams. Uh, so, oh. you know, I don't, you know, I, you know, I know what it's like to, you know, hey, you on your app games and everything. But to have have it up so loud and it just have the dumbest, stupidest smile on your face, as like a forty something year old man on the bus. It's like, uh, yeah, just like dog. Alright. So we got Cisco back in the stunner shades, right? 
he's holding the helmet, and, you know, he's, again, that they hate, like, that helmet is probably going to come into play later, because they keep talking about how much they hate yeah. it. They don't show, they just show uh, his, it's just, you know, the grayish blue, you know, kind of uh, t- tone, sepia tone. Yeah, so we don't know actually what's kind of going on through there. But he does say, you know, she's in his lair, but and she's alive. Yeah, you can see over there. And then, I love how, like, I love Travel Wells. Travel Wells wears his, uh, his Banana Republic uh, fleece jacket and his... Uh, anonymous organization team uh, snapback. Okay, I said this in the Earth Two episodes. How the hell is Wells, especially in in this world that we at least it's supposed you know it's supposed to be our world? Mm. It's just with this giant cannon on his back slung across his back. Is it because the it looks only thing like super like? Yeah, because I think it doesn't look like a gun. Like I think, I think it looks enough not like a gun to carry around a giant gun, because he's carrying around a giant. I'm, but, it, but like, honestly, it is cartoonish the size and scope and of that it gun. It seems so light the way he just flings it around. And Iris, I think, went and got you know she went and, when when he crashed later on and they came to the scene, she just got it out. She the, picked up the gun. The thing like it wasn't nothing holding it with one arm like. Oh, I mean, again, it's some f- futuristic Earth 2 technology, but but still, so you would think somebody would stop him, some kind of, hey, what's that? Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to a cosplay event, I guess you would just say. Oh, okay. And it's it seems like, because Zoom took Caitlyn, that he's redoubled his efforts to find Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah. And even on the way out the door, throws a shot at Barry. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, do you know anybody who can, uh, Fast know anyone enough. who can, yeah, fa- who can hit with some speed, who can help me, Mr. Ramon? And then walks right out. He looks at Barry as he says it, though. Yeah. I mean, for real, for real, I'm not mad that, uh, that I'm not, I, I get why he's mad, why he's mad. Like, come on, man. like, you made this, earlier was the more scathing, I thought, line. Where he says, when Iris is like, come on, guys, we made this decision as a team. And he's just like, no, we didn't. No, we absolutely didn't. <laughs> like, how could you um, say? I'm sitting there thinking, before you even said that, like, no, what? Barry made that? Everybody said, please don't. And he was like, you gotta do it. And I think uh, one good thing they did, like, Barry's not super down on himself. Um, like he has been in the past. I think uh, our boy Jeff's biggest concern, he's like, Barry better not be bitching about not having his powers, because he's the one that gave him up. And he really didn't. Like, you know, of course he's disappointed to not have them, but he wasn't going around blaming the world for what happened. Yeah, to him and it was that. more about now, now what? Like, what do I, what's my place? You know, it, it, it came across when he's like, hey, I'm going to solve crime in some kind of way. So it's not like he just sulked. He did what he could do, but it was still like, this isn't enough. And it's like, hey, here, this isn't a month after giving up his power. This isn't episode one of season three if, say, he didn't get his powers back for the rest of the season. You know, and he's still like, Ugh. it would really not be a show. <laughs> kind of weak. Um, but this is uh, like the next day, two days later, a week later. Like, let the kid... Uh, 
you know, he, he should feel some kind of way. He'd been one thing for two years. You know, it took he didn't turn into a super confident hero guy overnight. You know, this is it was a process to work out getting to where he's at now. So let's uh, cut him some slack uh, as far as how he deals with it emotionally. And he dealt with it. Dealt with it. Uh, Travis, I've never been um, incarcerated at any level. But if I were if I were to be, um, I'd probably want the amazing lunch that Caitlin has. Yeah, she has a nice burger and fry. Big fries. Yeah, food's looking uh that, pretty that, good there. Two non-GMO, uh, you know, uh, you know, good. Yeah. <laughs> bids a little. Uh, bids, I'm sure, a little lumpy. It's got to yeah, be. No, I mean, yeah. Look at that place. Surprised she's not covered in soot or dust. Zoom pops up in the Zoom costume, but then uh, comes back in his regular outfit to make Caitlyn a bit more comfortable. She wasn't having. She's not comfortable. Yeah. yeah. He's like, "Oh, I'm not gonna hurt you." Like, and he says, "I care about you too much to do that." Like, if anybody has displaced emotions, that this makes sense more now than ever. It's a man hunters all. Yeah, he's playing. He's being all sweet, and he undid. He undid her. Uh, under her chains, and he's trying to convince her to eat. Uh, she's not having it, any of it. Food, the, the, yep. the, the, the fake, or in his case, it's not really fake, but the, the the sweetness and all that, that's just creeping her out even more. I mean, as it should. And he asks, like, why are you keeping me here? And he says, you're here because I love you. Yeah, if, yeah. Him, him, and she just looks at him crazy, like, what are you talking about? So, this is adult Beauty and the Beast. Which is Who's a prisoner again for my story. Bell. <laughs> That's the whole premise. Bell is a prisoner in his castle. Uh, I don't know. It's been forever. Well, I'm telling you, Bell lived in the village with her dad, and stuff went awry, and the beast keeps her in the castle, and then she eventually falls for him. What a so terrible it's, story. Uh, it's a horrible story. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is bad. And they want you to believe, like, Gaston, like, her suitor, is, like, this horrible guy. Now, he's not the one imprisoning her. He's not the monster who told her she's forbidden to leave this castle the, the, on threat of death. Monster. Yeah. There's an actual monster <laughs> who's a horrible, disfigured uh, beast. Yeah, so this is actually Beauty and the Beast. With better, what? No, actually, the food was pretty good in Beauty and the Beast too. She was eating good. Man, that utensils talk to her. Yeah, hey, be our guest. And that dirty French candlestick, messing with the dang uh, little uh, sweeper, it's messed up. Hey, all handsy and whatnot. So yeah, Caitlin's kind of free to navigate the pre- the premises. Which was um, uh, so- seemed like once you realize that. Like, that she was like, oh, she has access to everybody, or all his stuff, all his prisoners. It seemed like a setup to me. So, question: Is that his dad? Right, especially because, like, my whole thing goes out the window. Like another, you know, my other main theory of who. I think both our main theory because we were talking about Henry, right? Uh, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, I think we're we're pretty confident that it's not Henry at this point. I think that's been given out. So, Hunter's dead? Like, Zoom's dead? 
I, I could definitely see that happen because well Remember he said when when who asked him we didn't see him shoot himself right you are right yes no but I'm just saying how dark would it be oh, just go ahead, go the ahead. line of I you wouldn't when somebody asked last week who's that in the in the mask mm-hmm and he said, "You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe, believe me if I, I told you. You wouldn't believe me if I told you. If it's his dad, like, well, okay, I believe you." Well, so here's the thing. That, that what line made go, me think it was Henry even more. But apparently, what if they go super dark, and his dad has brain damage because he did shoot himself, and the only communication that he has is Morse code because it's the only thing his mind can still. Bring. Oh, right, and it was. It's not just Morse code. It was. Wait, 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 wait. It's, it was beyond. Well, not Morse code, but it's some kind whatever of, military. Yeah, so yeah. that gets that would fit like as far, with you know the dad, but didn't they figure it out on? I guess those two Earth One and Earth Two can have the sim, a similar. But again, it wasn't regular Morse code. It was some kind of. Uh, who they did say it was military code, and the only person we know that would have military code would be his dad at this point. Right, right, right? yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. About, uh, you... That's what I'm thinking, like, what if, because I think everybody, one, suspects his dad is dead, but two, like, what if, yeah, what if his dad really shot himself, and he's just dead in the head, and that's all, that's the only way he can communicate. That would be fantastic. Gotta show the bullet hole, though. Got to go all the way. Oh, he had a shotgun. Yeah, I mean, well, gaping hole. Or just pause. I mean, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we turn around, and who's standing there? Oh, Killer Frost. Well, hello, doppelganger of mine. See, if if Travis, if we had doppelgangers, I think I'm one of like the three people who would actually use the term doppelganger. Well, I what think a, people would say evil twin. Evil twin. I mean, who? But who says doppelganger? Like, whenever I've used that word but in that's regular exactly the word life, you should use in that context. Well, there a lot of times it's exactly the word you should use, and people don't use the right word. That's 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 the whole breakdown of of relationships as a whole. I didn't say the thing I was supposed to say, and that's how we're communicating bad right now. So, Wally pops up at uh, CCPD. All uninvited. How, how dare you go visit your father, right? Um, you know, Wally has a nice assortment of jackets. Except when he does the uh, sleeveless hoodie over the, uh, <laughs> the planet. Yeah. Right? And, yo, and Wally, and, oh, we're just, I don't know if you're salivating over this episode, but we're so close to Kid Flash. Like, if it's going to happen, it's so close to happening. Because he's so curious about Flash and wants to thank Flash. Um, which is what we get here. And and he picks up on what Zoom said. Like, the experience wasn't so traumatic for him. He doesn't know what's going on. And so he says, yo, like, uh, the street race uh, when Iris got hurt, the man shark thing attacking our house. And he said, when Zoom took me, what he told me was someone the Flash knew cared about me. And he says, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that you. So, you know, kind of knows what's going on. Right, and Joe does And Joe's looking to... at him like, he's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. all right, you're but that's not yeah. going to happen. <laughs> and he's like, yo, I want you to set up a meeting for me. He's like, um, a meeting between you? Like, what are you thinking? And he said, like, I don't know if I can do that. He says, maybe someday, but mm-hmm. not, not, not now. Anytime soon. And he tells him, he's like, okay. 
Like, I, I understand-ish. And you thought Wally's a, a little bit disappointed by what's going on there. You know, he's a slim kid. Yeah. He really is. Um, but, I mean, he should have a similar body type as Barry. Yo, so like you said, Wells shows up at the door of Jesse's new place with the biggest gun. And he just has it on his back. And she kind of looks down at it. This roommate. And she says the laser tag clubs in 2D. So, again. This roommate is just the most, at least initially, was the most trusting. He gave her up. Yeah, like, wow, you're the first person to come and visit. And just, yeah, sure, welcome. Come in. But remember with the DC Universe, like, uh, safety varies by city. People feel, people probably don't lock their doors in Metropolis and probably... Um, have four locks on their doors in Gotham City. You know, it's it, it does vary by city here. Um, and yeah. Like, again, the gun looks fake. Looks like a giant Nintendo gun. And then they bring up Cellular Dead Zone. Um, which comes into play, like, a bit later. Right, because that's how they explained earlier when Wells left, uh, how, how he tracked her down. Uh, exactly. Cellular dead zones. We vibrated a different, different uh, vibration, and Cisco's like, "Oh, that's why I drop calls all, you know, when I'm around you all the time." Mm-hmm. So he was able to track her, uh, track all her her dead zone signal. Yeah. And she tells him, "He's like, yo, we need to leave." And she's like, "No, nah, I'm not going anywhere. I'm never going with you." And he tells her, "Like, no, we're like you're going. You're in danger." He's like, yeah, I'm in danger because of you. Like, all right. Yeah. And and she's and the thing is, like, you, you can't get mad at her for not getting it because she seems to catch on fairly quick. In this in this hour long episode, she she comes to her senses a bit mm-hmm. because she kind of has to because when that shoe's on the other foot, she tells him like, yo, you killed somebody. And he, I wish he was like, yo, I killed a shark too with this gun. <laughs> Yeah, yeah somehow I doubt she'd consider Shark uh, King Shark a somebody. Oh, that's racist. Yeah, totally. Because, <laughs> you know, against uh, uh, anthropomorphized, uh, like he's man below. You know. Just hating on street sharks. That's messed up, too. So Wells is all frustrated and he leaves in his, uh, yeah, he got, he actually you know, van number 12. And yo. I expected him to. My man is just standing there in the street. And hits, hits the uh, the little elbow lean and rips him out of the car. Rips the door off. Brings him out. So, I'm going to ask you about this kid as I get to the next scene. Um, is this an 18-year-old kid with great makeup throughout the whole series? Or is it two different actors? Two different actors. Is yeah. it? Okay. So they got one playing the... So the picture that we see is a different kid. In the last scene of him. Okay, but the adult guy that we see is the same character progressing the whole time. You've never... You don't know... Like, I've seen that guy and stuff. No, I know. I'm not familiar with him. So, when we jump... He looks like the kid from Sonny, but that's a a different Well, he looks like he's DJ Um, Walls' like... Older, just a little, little thicker brother. I'm about to say more human-looking brother. <laughs> Damn. Let's see. Hey, I still contend that 
and big girl DJ Qualls was with in a in road trip. She was still pretty. Yo, tough. she was. Yes. All, all two sixty of her. I'm with it. Yeah. Rest in peace. Ronda, Ronda had it, boy. There you go. Oh, she passed. She up there with Myra from oh. Family Matters. Man, they that was, well. Somebody up there winning. That's that's quite the uh, it's quite the tandem. And so yeah. Um, and, and Barry brings up a good plan. Like sooner or later, people are gonna realize I don't have my speed. That that criminals are going to catch on, because you start feeling your way around, you start not getting caught for things, and you're like, and oh, they were, oh. The news and report they, was playing in the background about uh, Spike and uh, petty crime. Mm-hmm. But it was up just yeah, like criminals. So. Yeah. It's a like the the whole Batman mythos is interesting because. There are people who contend, and if you ever get around to reading Dark Knight Returns, um, kind of one of the keys to that is um, the psychiatrists contend that crime is worse because of Batman, that the existence of Batman has created these supervillains who attach themselves to uh, the character that he's created. I think that might be the and dumbest so, thing I've ever heard. Well, of course it is. It's like, are you working for, like, the bad guys, stupid-ass psychologists? Well, here's the thing. It's, it, it, yeah. That, it all plays out. But, yeah, but no, it's it's not just in Dark Knight Returns, though. It's actually, like, something that exists in, um, like, throughout Batman comics. In that is, would there be a Joker if there wasn't a Batman? Yes. Well, but here's the thing. In Dark Knight Returns... Um, when Batman's not around, Joker's different. And then when Batman's around, Joker's different. So, like I said, you'll you'll get there one day. When we talk about this on Fan by Fan uh, 1492, you know it'll be it'll be a fun topic of discussion. All right. So, um, as we see now, um, we had a crash on the van. And we can't find Wells right away. And so we have to do actual, like, CSI, NCIS detective work now. A.K.A. put on our fun coat, um, call our friends, and go to the scene of the crime. Some swabs and some plastic bags to put, you know, hair hair samples or evidence in. Uh, Cisco had to, they have a, it was an official Star Labs van. uh, And it had cameras and stuff. I think it was like number 62. They got they got quite an, uh, an array of vans. They got money. Mm-hmm. I hope they're renting those out on the on the weekends because I don't know how they're making money at this point. And yo, so we're with Caitlyn and Killer Frost, and Killer Frost is sick of the uh, of the code, man. She's sick of it. I really think that's his dad. Like he, I think he sprung his dad from prison and put him in that mask. And maybe that's the only way. And, and here's what else plays to that. Um, how if, if somebody if the last thing somebody ever told you was, "Hey, son, you're gonna want to see this," you might want to take it upon yourself to make sure that person can never say anything again. Say anything? Yeah, can never verbalize ever again. But you also understand that being probably the biggest influence on his life, which is why he can't kill that guy. He's not Kylo Ren. That name I said meant nothing to you, did it? No, he's got the cool helmet. He does have the cool helmet. 
Um, so, Killer Frost is trying to bargain with Caitlyn about getting her out of her containment cell. And she's like, yo, you can't make it down that mountain alone. I think that's the coolest hideout because nobody can get in there. Unless you have super speed or... Like, I, I wonder if the director of that episode actually shot something with them climbing the ice. Like, you know ice is cold, right, Travis? Well, yeah. Oh, that was sucked. Well, and didn't, isn't that how they got up there the first time? That's what I'm saying. So I wonder if the director of that episode was like, okay, we're going to shoot somebody, uh, we're going to have a wall, it's going to look like you're climbing the ice. They're like, no, nah, we don't have that in the budget, bro. Or they did it, and it was like, look. Hokey? Yeah. So, uh, we have Barry and Iris looking there at the, uh, the scene of the accident. And he's like, she's like, you think it was a metahuman? He's like, yeah. That's <laughs> exactly what I think. And, of course, the first premise is that it's somebody from Earth, too. And he's like, yo, we gotta get Jesse, and we gotta find Wells. And they do take a, a blood swab, and now Iris has the big gun. Which, which I was surprised at. I guess the guy just wanted Wells. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, and, and kind of the thing you got to remember, like, he's 18. You know, he's just like designer. So his, uh, <laughs> like, his aptitude for his criminality. Right. Um, he's not, and developed. he's not a criminal. He's just, mm-hmm. he's like, fix he's me. Got caught up, man. Yeah, Griffin Gray, which is, again, like, I, there's... Barry Allen, there's Wally West. There's these uh, these fantastic. Uh, well, Barry Allen doesn't really qualify, but like Wally West and uh, Clark Kent. You know, there are these uh, these comic names that exist in this space. Let's see. So yeah, he actually is a uh, a real Flash enemy. Let's see if we can pull him up. Who's this now? And then. Uh, this is Griffin Gray, the actual character. So he's like, yo, what did the particle accelerator do to you? And he has his super strength. Hey, 30-something-year-old guy with your super strength. At that point, he was looking like he was in his 40s. But yeah, but even when, uh, after he showed him, like, Wells is like, okay, well, big deal. You got super strong. It doesn't seem like yeah. the worst thing ever. He's like, yeah, I didn't either. This is a picture so it, of me from last year. Fresh-faced teenager. Yeah, so it turns out he was actually Bart Allen's uh, roommate. So this is... Um, what are you on, Wikipedia or something? Yeah, yeah, so he's Bart Allen's roommate. Um, his powers were actually a bit more extended. Like, he had, he did have the super strength, but he also had enhanced vision, energy manipulation, super leaping, and disintegration. But the weakness was accelerated aging. So they did still play into that. So, yeah. And he tells him, like, you're going to die. And then Wells never has a scared look on his face. I love it. Uh, Except only when Jesse's concerned. He was... Like, that's when he shows his emotion. He was kind of nervous in this one, like, but but not, he still has a calmness about him. Yeah. Let's see here. The break was extended. Okay, so now we went and found Jesse. Um... 
Have you watched any of that Cisco uh, watching the lab thing, that digital series? No, I've only seen the commercials. Yeah, I haven't peeped it either. Um, yeah, so we get that scene of Wells being uh, like on the monitor. It shows him still being in the car. And Jesse's like, y'all, we shouldn't have left. And so they look at the fingerprint that they brought in. Um, and this kind of confused me just a little bit when I was watching it. So they see it belongs to this kid, right? And he's a senior at Central City High. And Barry's like, yo, I've seen this picture before you went missing six months ago. And he's like, so, like, what are you saying? An 18-year-old didn't kidnap him. And Cisco's on it. Like, that's what I thought. But then they have the picture of him. It's like, same kid. Yeah, you're right. They're different. Their faces are different sizes. Yeah, I wonder if that's, like, his kid or his little brother or something. Who's little brother? Or maybe it's a, just a picture of him when he's younger. Oh, oh, how they got it. Oh, yeah. that's why you're at. Yeah. It could be a kid who looks like him or it could just be, hey, you got a picture from when you were 18? But still, that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, what about the actual shot of him laying there? We got oh, yeah, they do have that at the end. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, of course, like, I love that they have access to criminal computers. Like, let's bring up his picture in the database. And so they're still talking about it. Like, Caitlin's made, like, a small, uh, or Killer Frost, Caitlin made, like, a small dent in the glass. And so she's put together this machine. She's able to, uh, what does this do? It changes the, uh, the structure of the glass a little bit or adds a little it's bit like of chemical to it. It's some kind of carbon, uh, carbon glass, so it's, like, ridiculously strong. And it absorbs all anybody. Like when Barry was trapped, he couldn't use the speed. Caitlin can make her hand frosty, but uh, can't use it inside the thing. We found out some interesting tidbits. Like she flunked out of med school. Um, she has a brother. Yeah, she has a brother. Her, but their moms are both unbearable, apparently. For different reasons. So that didn't change. Yeah. Or at least you, uh, you're led to believe different reasons. I yeah. think it goes deeper than I think the brother thing is isn't something we should. That's going to be a throwaway line, uh, unless and you know that depends if they want to go somewhere with her character next year if they want to bring in family. But I think maybe the mom uh, maybe had a miscarriage or something when what's her face was re- Caitlin was really little. Yeah, she doesn't, you know, know about, uh, or had him and he died. I don't, I don't know, but something like that, that made her like. Uh... It could be the hue of my TV, but Caitlyn's like lipstick and outfit look more green than blue this time around. Caitlyn or Killer Frost? Well, uh, Killer Frost. Yeah. And so Wally pops well, no, back no, no, in no. on Joe. The thing is, it's because. It's in that, is it the room? Yeah, that, that room. That's what yeah. I mean. That room is friggin' terrible. It looks like you're going yes. you to sit down and you're going to get up and just have dirt or dust and soot all over you. Yes, it looks like the set of a, a Wicked Pictures film. Um, so, while he's talking to Joe, and he's like, yo, just one time. I just want to meet him. He's like, you saved my life. Like, I owe him a thank you. And we're still at the point where Joe can't say no to Wally. And he tells him, he's like, yo, I've been reckless my whole life. And he says, like, out of of everything, this is the first time I actually fear for my life. Yeah, he gives him this whole, like, speech, and Joe gets all glassy-eyed. 
Yeah. And he can, and he's just, he's so good at emoting without saying words. It's just, it's that, that stare into your soul that Joe gives you. Yeah, and there's, I see a young tear. The way they hit the light reflect off of it. And he's like, I need to tell him how much that means to me. And he's like, no, I, I dig. And then Joe's doing the suit, the, the blinks. He's hitting you with the blinks. And he tells her, like, just give me a little while. Like, I gotta, you know, talk to him about it. So, yeah. And then, of course, now Joe has to go. I got a call. And then they hug. They're, I like how their relationship's developing. It's just nice. And he said, like, hey, Dad, thanks. I love when he gets something out of him, he calls him Dad. Smart he kid. He called him Dad two or three times this episode. Yeah, but he, and he called him Joe, like, earlier. But, yeah, it's smart kid. So, team popped in, got your text. And he's like, yo, okay, we picked him up, breaking into... Oh, and he just ripped that thing, like... Uh, imagine how scary that would be. Like, you have this superpower, but every time you use it, it costs a little bit of your life. It's like the green candle isn't all over that again. What, uh, isn't that the Martian Manhunter? Is, no, that's the, is that his, is part of his... his is it in the show? I think, I think it's Supergirl. Like, every like, time he... Uh, exposes himself? He, yeah, he like... Weekends a little bit, but I could be off. I, I thought it was something like that. So the best, uh, one of the best children's story of all time, the first season of Power Rangers, when uh, when the Green Ranger Tommy actually becomes um, one of the good guys when he leaves Rita Repulsa, come to find out there's a green candle that's been burning, and every time he uses his powers um, as the Green Ranger, the candle burns. So once it runs out, he doesn't have his powers anymore. But he still did super heroic stuff because you have to. And then the way they got like saved him, it was so cool. Gotta love Power Rangers. Um, so now we have our uh, our first tribute to Donkey Kong in the uh, Flash universe with uh, with the Griffin tossing uh, large explosive barrels at the team. Well, <laughs> this was such a video game moment. No, oh, Donkey Kong all day yeah, because he. Th- throws the barrel and Joe just boom you know like uh, and Barry took that barrel to the gut and this was another thing and it's like do you just chalk this up to oh and he got older right there on the spot to the fact that Barry is just not used to for two years he has not had to be careful in that sense like Mm -mm. whatever zip 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 and well, and here's why. He oh, go ahead. He's not a shooter. Hey, shooter. You know, he jumps out there with that gun and misses. First off, how would he miss? How'd that guy dip? Uh, I, I question yeah. the, the effic- e- efficacy of that gun. If if somebody could just dip out the way. like that gun is so big, you're supposed to be able to shoot in the general direction and clear Absolutely. a city block. Like <laughs> yeah. You're supposed to, yeah. Things should die when you shoot that. Um, so naturally, because we need to progress this, who's patching Barry up with his shirt up uh, and rubbing it in to make sure it's okay? That's Iris. And Barry has no reaction to it. She got a little grin on her face, but yeah. 
and yeah, so, so the functional, it, it's weird. Um, are you? I think it was Scrubs, and he talked about how his super strength is basically coming from um, some chemical leaving his body. So I don't know if it was Scrubs or Grey's Anatomy. Um, shout out to Josh Mustachio. Hate Grey's Anatomy, but anyway. Well, really quick, let me just say, how do you have a show about a hospital where all the damn doctors die? Somebody said made that joke last night. Maybe Trevor Noah on Daily Show. Yeah. He's like, in a hospital. Like, save somebody. Like it. Well, the one episode should... two actually, because it was a cliffhanger to be continued, and it was after the Pittsburgh Seahawks uh, Super Bowl in, in 05 or 06. and uh, oh, like a shooter. And, and and a guy had a homemade like rocket launcher Bomb? or something like mm. head like not warhead but I don't know what else to call it uh, stuck in him and they like got it out and like but this wasn't a doctor he was like a he's like a bomb expert and he ends up blowing up right unit guy and he's like walking it down the hallway and then boom <laughs> just he goes you know just a bag of meat uh, yeah but yeah people dying on that damn show all the time but no so it was this girl on the show and it was um there's like abigail is her name abigail breslin whatever little cute girl was at the time um i think it was on scrubs and her thing was no i think it was Grey's anatomy it doesn't matter she couldn't feel pain and she was like you can hit me in my stomach as hard as you want and i won't feel it and the thing was, well, exactly, that's the thing. She didn't realize it because she's a kid, but um, whatever, you know, nerve endings or whatever she had weren't working. And so, like, she would play with the kids on the playground, they'd hit her, like, as hard as they could, and, like, throw stuff at her. And, like, they were all, like, it was all in good fun. They weren't doing it to be mean to her, but it was breaking her down on the inside. So, in relation to this guy, he's granted this super strength, but every time he uses it, it's putting years on his life. More stressing himself. So, yeah, oxidated stress is what they say. Uh, like, his protein's being ravaged by, by oxidants. And Joe's like, he has to chill on his blueberry intake. So, no. Yeah, more he exerts himself, the faster he ages. <laughs> stressing himself. Can't let him stress you, bro. Um, so yeah. So we gotta watch him, <laughs> watch Barry be the human punching bag until he turns himself to Grandpa Simpson. God, I used to love me some Grandpa Simpson. Because he was the most senile. Oh, he was out of there. Alright, so yeah, Iris, oh, Iris is really feeling Barry at this point. Oh, Barry's yeah, like, this is not concerned. Like, the way she's like, just the way she is now around him and how she gazes longingly uh, you know Adam and he's just completely rightfully so preoccupied and thinking about that and what's crazy is like the conversation that they're having is kind of about their relationship but so indirectly and he's like yo like you were the first person I saved that fuck out my powers he didn't even realize it and he tells her, like, uh, we're out on a walk, and uh, you were talking about Eddie. And he's not saying that, like, in a bad way. He's just telling her what happened. And she's like, yeah, but forget that man. And yeah, said he missed a lot when he was in that coma. And then those cars came at us. And I don't remember this, this the scene, how that happened, but mm. how did he explain that? 
I don't remember. I think he might have just pushed her out the way. They might have just both been out the way all of a sudden. He's like, but I knew I could save you. Yeah, he's like, I and didn't I know did. what I could do back then, but I knew I could save you. Yeah. And he's like, I, I don't even know who I am anymore. Or who I'm supposed to be. And yeah, he's, again, he's not feeling sorry for himself, but he's admitted, like, this has taken me out of the zone I've been in for a very long time. And she tells him, like, suit or no suit, that guy is a hero. And he's like, thanks, friend. I got time to be concerned with you. Mm-hmm. And so he's asking, like, uh, Griffin's asking, well, how do you sleep at night knowing you destroyed so many people's lives? Simple. And he's Simple like, I don't. Answer. I don't. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. He said, do you have anyone in life you care about? He's like, I have a daughter. And he said, I used to have someone in my life that I cared about. Dog, nobody cares about your 18-year-old 18 girlfriend, though. Like, but you can't tell that, you can't tell a kid that. Like, the thing I dread is the first time my son or daughter breaks up with somebody in high school. Because they're not going to understand that it's going to be fine way sooner than later. They're not going to get it. But it is, because it is for everybody, just about. But yeah, like, he can't even, like, he doesn't even try to broach it. Like, I'm, I'm not concerned with your 18-year-old love. Not in the slightest. And Wells tells him, stop talking, so I can concentrate. Yeah, Wells at least was consistent, um, as far as, uh... Yeah. I'm, I can't all of a sudden pretend to be concerned about your life. And like he wants to tell him, like, oh, that's not even me. Even though it's me. We're from another world. Yeah, he... he I, I mean, I'm not sure if that would have made even made a difference. Yeah, but, I mean, the guilt trip worked, is is the thing. And regardless of his reaction, like, it it did what it was supposed to do. Because he's clearly frustrated at this point. Um, Alright, so back away from the wall. Let's give it a whirl. And did we miss the part about Caitlyn telling Caitlyn, like Killer Frost telling Caitlyn about showing more cleavage? Because <laughs> that definitely happened. Um, Have you seen her? Yeah. Like, and yeah, smash that window. Yeah. So uh, Caitlyn was, I mean, too eager to help. So naive, like. Frost remembers Cisco talking about her. Don't Caitlyn remember mm -hmm. Cisco talking about Killer Frost? Mm -hmm. He sure. And dog. He sure wasn't. Uh, you know. Uh, you know. He definitely talked about her too. With her. I thought we had a deal. And what's crazy is I, I kind of like how they didn't all of a sudden make her a real good guy. Like even though she helped them, it was because of Ronnie. Like that was her motivation. What happened to Ronnie? But that's done so yeah she's actively trying to kill her at this point and dang that hurt oh you know that hurt sliding on that ice oh yeah <laughs> oh oh that was that a straight was sub zero right there and she told her yep that's the uh down back down punch or down back punch hit him with that ice slide and then let him slide into that uppercut and yo, she actively, she says, like, as soon as I saw you, I knew why he didn't kill me. Um, and she's like, but yeah, now he will. So, yo, she threw the, um, she the, big giant icicle. the heavy icicle ladder, yep. 
I say he won't need me anymore. Zoom again, who I believe was in the cut, waiting this whole time for this yeah, whole see thing what she's gonna to, do. to play out. And runs through Caitlyn, doesn't run around her. Did he? Runs clean through her oh. and stabs Killer Frost. We mm-hmm. see that. That's power. And he says, that was him and he dies too. And then he leaves. Mm -hmm. It's a bad man. Absorb that extra speed, boy. I did not peep that. Uh, The first uh, watch. Wow. Yeah. Um, So, they have the the metal watch. And she's going to keep sending that message. So eventually it will pop up where he is. He said he keeps sending the same signal. And so then they find the device. Of course we're at Central City Amusement Park. They even broached that. Like, why do bad guys always have the creepy hideouts? I think, uh... that's what they do. What's-his-face is the worst? The toy maker? Right. Yeah. Gotta be in the toy factory. So, they put, uh... Okay. So they coat Barry's suit with Doorstar alloy, which is the same thing they use to make Adam's suit. But they only have so a So they put a little bit, bit of that... Uh-huh. Short notice, and they were lucky to get what they could. Uh-huh. So it's only around the chest area. They can only take one punch. Yeah, so you gotta hope he hits you like uh, bad guys always hit good guys. What? Not in the face? Well, I mean, somewhere to the body. Like, bad guys don't actually. Bad guys aren't in wrestling. They don't just, you know, punch you in yeah, the dick. Yeah, the leg, something. Jeez. Yeah. But hit my arm. Poke my eye, do something. But yeah, so kind of premise is this: Barry only has uh, he's, he's Mario. He got one mushroom. As soon as you take that hit, boy, you down, you down the one. Which I mean, they kind of got liberal with, and that I mean, he's not a total punk, so he's able to take a couple punches. And on top of that, dude's getting older and older as it's happening, so that helps. So those punches aren't hitting quite as hard. Well. Actually, I thought the same thing, but then he went and explained. He said, I might be getting older, but I'm just as strong, and it punches a hole in, like, a metal cabinet or something. This is so. true. But, and, but, and the fun thing about movies and fight scenes, like, you'll have an awesome kung fu fight scene where the guy misses the kick and then kicks through, like, a cement wall, but then when he actually kicks the guy, it doesn't yeah, even break a bone. Like you should, his whole inside should, like, just be jelly mm-hmm. now. His soul should actually <laughs> be like spilling out of his out body. Of his, you know, never, never. Yeah. Yo, speaking of souls leaking out of bodies, yo, you hear, um, go, Ecto Cooler is coming back for the Ghostbusters movie? I'm so excited. Might stock up, might find out what liquor it goes best with, and have an Ecto Cooler party. Pretty excited. So, Wells says, yo, there's no cure for you. And he slapped the shit out of Well, well what goodness. led up to that was he's, like, giving him this little tube of solution. He's like, let's see. I'm cautiously optimistic. And he's like, you know what? I might not be, a, you know, book learned or something. Well, you ain't been doing nothing over there. Like, but I know my chemistry, and I know you just been diluting that same thing over and over again for the past however many minutes or hour. And he's like, that's not going to do anything for me. He's like, there's nothing anybody can do for you. Cisco, we supposed to believe you're going to shoot somebody. You ain't shoot nobody last week. 
nobody pulled the trigger. And so, yeah, they're going to pop up on your boy. And... Got him. And hit them lights on him. And Barry popped up, started swinging at him. And Barry got had some combinations oh, for him, though. Oh, so where was the... Where was Gray, Gr- Grant, Gr- whatever, Gregory Griffin's, Gr- mm-hmm. Griffin Gray's, where was his realization that Flash wasn't flat? Was it the Flash? Yeah. He, he had a few I mean, looks but on his face like, huh? But, but he was kind of, you know, his, his body's, like, even though he's just as strong as he was, you got to imagine his mind is... Curious. It's deteriorating. Yeah, exactly. Man, because you'd have thought he'd hit a line, hit him with a line. Yeah. You, you know, and he said, "One punch will get this guy a walker." When Flash, when he ducked a Flash punch, he had a look on his face like, "How'd I duck that?" But but he uh-huh. didn't say just was the look on his face. Uh-huh. Oh, that's that's us. Terrible trade-off, boy. Woo! And he caught that boy square under his chest, and Barry cannot breathe. Whew! But he shook it off. He told him, please stop. Yep. Might be getting older. Stronger than ever. When you right. Oh, crossed him. And then that punch, boy. Oh! That one punch. You can just see it on his face. And then he caught Barry. Barry stood there and took it, too. That was the thing. Barry knew he had to take that yep. punch. And then that boy, ooh, teeth that gone. That was the last, yeah, that was his last. Uh, mm-hmm. And dropped. And <laughs> he had the, the, the hair, everything. He just. Yeah, man. He said, could he use more of that door star alloy? And they he better be like, look, y'all better get some more of that and coat this whole suit with that. Because these punches hurt even when I'm the Flash. So yeah, they go and check on your boy, and he's uh he's back to his normal self. Yeah, the young flesh. Yeah. You killed a kid, but yeah. And so it made me wonder at first, like, is he still alive? And then I remember what show we're watching. He ain't alive. Who? Is who alive? I'm sorry. Uh, Griffin. Oh, dude. nah, he done. <laughs> remember what show we watching? He's yeah, done. The show. Yeah, you know. This yeah, man. Too. Season three, we cutting off whole limbs. Um, yeah, so we actually save uh Wells and Jesse's like, yo, I get it. <laughs> I I dig. Because yeah, some people gotta go. It's us and him. Well, I think Yeah, uh, I don't think Wells was I, I just can't remember. I don't want to say anything because I can't remember how or it wasn't in cold blood, from what I understand. Like he was like, "Yo, he's gonna kill you." So, boy had to go. Where, where is this yeah. place? Is this, are, they're not back on Earth too in those places, are they? No, this is um. Because look at the beds. This is Star Labs. Okay. Yeah. Makeshift ass beds. Furniture's actually kind of modern. The beds look so uncomfortable. She's like, I'm sorry for just leaving like that. There's a Big Belly Burger poster. People love Big Belly Burger. Are those a real thing? Oh. No. Uh, remember, but it exists on both Earths. Um, and she's like, yo, you killed the guy for me. It was a big burden to bear. 
And he's like, I also know that, you know, I know it's hard to deal with what I did. Like, it's unforgivable. You ain't know that guy. Plus, he was trying to kill you or whatever. I can't yeah, he says when your mom dies, something inside me broke. I couldn't protect her. So, you know, swore on her grave. Don't swear on graves. It's a bad look. <laughs> so I would have protect you. And, like, I snapped. I had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you dig. And she's like, no, I get it. Like, I understand. Because when, like you said, like when she was put on the spot. She, you were gone a day. And I would have done anything to find you. Yeah. She did make him promise, like, uh, you can't. Which is a promise he can't. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. a promise. Like, yeah, sure. Uh, I promise I won't kill anybody trying to protect you again. Yeah. Them boys gotta die. But he did say, I promise to be the kind of father that you can be proud of. He did. You mm -hmm. know. I'm just waiting for him to chop off uh, Zoom's foot like Kunta Kante. Like, I didn't kill him. He's just she not gonna be understand. able to, you know, Zoom, chase you down. No, yeah, we gotta, we really gotta take him out. Zoom really gotta go. Oh, here's the rooftop meeting. Which was cool. Um, like, cause I, I guess they have, you know, Arrow has a voice box thing like Kane to where it changes his voice. Um, no reason Flash wouldn't have one, even though I thought before he was doing it with his speed. He was. He's, yeah. He's, he's I mean, it's, you know. Uh, the face, yeah, but the face Arrow thing, has... the, the voice thing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't even need, yeah, I mean, Cisco could have whipped him up something real quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he kept his distance, you yeah. know. Yeah. And Wally's like, yeah, I wanted to, he's doing the Batman thing, hiding in the shadows. Um, he's like, yeah, I wanted to thank you, um... You know, save my life. I know it came as a huge cost for you, and I don't know how I'll ever repay. He that. said, "Well, I'm not gonna waste this chance." So. And Barry seems, you know, very uh, relatively grateful, and then he just steps off behind the behind the building. Yeah, and you're welcome, Wally. And, and I think he, you know, great feeling for him. Caitlin back in the chains. He's like, Killer Frost tried to kill you. I saved your life. You should be thanking me. Yeah. Ugh. I want to go home. He says, no. You should stay. And, oh, he said, you know, stay. Like. Yeah, like, like there's a choice. And with a little grin on his face, uh, and he's so confident in his words, what a creep. Like, for him to be super wholesome, uh, golden age flash for us for so many weeks, and then to be this guy, it's just, it's really good. And he's like, yo, take me back to my, and these flashbacks he's having, yo, I'm telling you, that's gotta be his daddy. And he says, I've always measured my success by counting the number of victims I've had. Well, he is a serial killer. Um... <laughs> So now I think I'm going to widen my scope. Start counting the number of Earths I conquer instead. Now, 
I said, you want to go home? And then let's go. Here's my thing. Um, If my goal was to conquer the one Earth I hadn't been able to conquer, where people kind of maybe sort of got the best of me a few times, I might go to a few other Earths first and level up. Well, he just had the ultimate level up a week ago. I'm, yeah, but I'm saying, like, I might, you know, I this is me watching enough, reading enough comics, playing enough video games to be like, you know what, I think I want to go to that boss battle with uh, with all the items. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. And he tells him, and Barry's talking, uh, well, he's like, you know, we just took down Grey without my powers, but I have no idea how to get pa- Caitlyn back without him. And he says, we can't. <laughs> like, we cannot do that. And well, this is what can we do? And, you know, he kind of thinks about it. He said, you know, Gray, Gray kidnapped me. And he tells him it was, uh, you know, he thought I was Harrison Wells from this earth. And I know he's talking about the other guy. Maybe he realized I haven't paid he, for what I've done. So he means his hmm. his his particle accelerator exploding? Exactly. That's why it made him feel bad, because he did the same thing, more or less. Right, but they came up, I mean, he invented, I mean, it's at least he could do, but didn't he invent or at least perfect the metahuman watch technology? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, it's like one of those, well, you broke it, that's the least you can do. At least yeah, he definitely system. tried to make amends uh, in certain sure, ways, yeah. Driver. Sure. And he tells him, yo, I realize what I can do. Yeah, we say, you're going to get your speed back, and I'm going to help you do it. And, oh. I'm going to create another particle accelerator explosion. So here's the thing. Does this thing create Jesse Quick and Wally West Flash? Oh, my goodness. I was not even going. See, when you're like, oh, Kid Flash, I'm like, how the hell is he going to turn into a Flash? And and, and Jesse, yeah, we had our suspicions that she had Speed Force in her through, you know, either Wells, you know, testing on her secretly, whatever, I don't know. Um, So, I mean, this could, and who knows where Caitlyn's going to be, but this could, this could heighten Cisco's powers. This could create two more speedsters. Now, what we see in the previews is Barry strapped to a machine, they're trying to recreate the incident. And I've talked to you a few times about uh, Flashpoint Paradox to where when Wally goes to alternate Earth where Thomas Wayne is Batman instead of Bruce and Wonder Woman and Aquaman are fighting over um, control of the entire world and Cyborg's leading like this ragtag group uh, sponsored by the government and we find out Superman's been hidden um, underground for decades and is like this frail little guy because he hasn't had sunlight um, the way that they try to get Flash's powers back is by recreating the uh, the lightning strike with the chemicals that made him Flash. And it turns him into Kentucky Fried Flash the first time. <laughs> and it's bad. Like this, um, they burned him? Is that what you... Yeah, well, I got struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. They strapped him to a chair and let him get struck by lightning with random chemicals around him. Yeah, they burned the shit out of him. Um, so, I'm, look, I'm going to recommend Travis... Over the next week that you watch Flashpoint Paradox, because it will definitely inform uh, this thing we have coming up. But, um, yeah, so, you know, that's either going to work or not work to some point. And, again, we're running out of episodes, man. 
We're getting close. So in this preview, who's the uh, masked? Who's the yeah. red guy? I have no idea who that is. Um, he's a red guy with a staff, and he's blowing stuff up with that thing. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking at the guy's hair. And there's Henry. I don't know, but that's that's quite the elaborate costume, isn't it? It's pretty detailed. You have this Henry up at his cabin, kicking it. And that guy's really chopping through stuff. And you got Cisco on a roof, and they're trying to recreate it. So yeah, who knows what's gonna happen? It's cool in in Flashpoint. Like it turned, like I said, it burns him, and it's all gross. But then when they do it the second time, he's automatically back to full head of hair, uh, you know, skins fixed, and he's Flash again. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, um, man, we're close. We're looking at Zoom in, coming back to our world. We're looking at Barry probably getting his powers back. So we'll see, uh, you know, where that leads us. If we're not at the season finale, we're touching it. We're really, really close. Yeah, I think there's, what, th- uh, three more? So I don't know what your uh, what your weekend's looking like, but, uh, you know, Views from the Six comes out Friday. What time? Damn. Well, my sister gets married yeah, so it'll be Saturday. On Saturday, so yeah, you maybe you'll get a chance to listen to that on Sunday. I'll probably try to get to it. Uh, maybe get to it Friday night. Is it out? And in then, it, uh, is it, is it? it's gonna be on everything. Um, I haven't heard it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to like avoid all leaks and stuff. I'm just like Friday when it comes out, turn on the Apple Music and just and just ride out to it. So that'll be something fun to talk about next week. See how that's played out. Um, man, other than that, we got um. Look, game one, San Antonio OKC is Saturday, and we haven't even like touched on the uh, the whole Steph Curry injury stuff, so he might be out for two weeks. But now Chris Paul breaks his hand, and Blake Griffin injures his quad, so they're both out for the rest of the playoffs. So the team that maybe so far had the best shot of beating Golden State, their two best players got hurt the day after Steph Curry gets hurt. Or like two days after. So, I mean, San Antonio, by all means, is probably the favorite right now, depending on the severity of that injury. Like, quiet is kept. This is the best San Antonio team probably to date. Like a team with five championships, this is probably their best team so far. They got 67 wins, which is uh, the 10th best record regular season all time. And they got they went 40-1 and one at home. Which ties the best home record of all time. Golden State go so, thirty-nine and two this year. Uh, I think they were. I think they were thirty-eight and three, as a matter of fact. But as they, it might have been two. Um, but yeah. So I don't know where. Um, somebody's on a collision course. And then of course, like Saturday, my my favorite team, Spurs, is playing my favorite player, Russell Westbrook. So it'll be it'll be a fun weekend. So we'll have to kind of see how everything plays out. Um. Yeah, man. Other than that, uh, that's about where we stand. Um, anything else you want to add before we get out of here, man? Well, uh, Views from the Six is out, and uh, or at least, you know. Yeah, Friday. He's got a song called Wu-Tang um, Forever. Yeah, you never heard that one? Yeah, it's been out for a while. Um... So no, and something we haven't touched on in a minute, we did get we didn't get a new review, but we did get a new uh, star rating on iTunes. <laughs> I wonder if that 
but that was mine. I don't think oh, okay. it was yours. Because I wasn't sure. Because I'm like, because it doesn't show. Because I'm like, I swear, I'm pretty sure I gave all these when I first got on iTunes. Uh, yeah, uh, jumped off uh, at the it. Star rating, you know, but but it doesn't save it. It doesn't go. It doesn't show yeah. you. Oh, this is what you gave. So. so no man, we're we're up there with a, with another five star rating, doing all right there. Um, and it's interesting. Our um, I don't know about your like your Twitter. My Twitter has been kind of jumping up as it's going on and people asking stuff about the show. Of course, I got new people who want to be on it and. Of course, the more people on it, the bigger the audience gets. So that's all. Uh, that's all progressing pretty nicely, man. I'm uh, I'm in a good place with all this. Um, I'll probably know, and like I don't even want to talk about it because I'll jinx it. Um, I'll find out later this week if I got the part in that show. So, uh, you know, fingers crossed on that. Should know something uh, Friday or Saturday. So we'll see about that. And yeah, everything's been good. This is like I said, I didn't do anything last weekend, and this weekend's full of stuff. Like um. A bunch of coworkers from the old job want to get together because we all haven't seen each other in six months. So they all want to get together this weekend. So uh, it's it's fun times around my way, man. And of course, um, before we forget about it, did you did you get to see Legends on Thursday? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, <sighs> I watched it earlier today. Matter of fact. Okay. Yeah. This show's got to stop being so good. Man. Yeah, but I also it think really they saved does. up their. They saved up their like they're like like with Flash. I would say they're pretty tight with the mm-hmm. science. It usually makes sense and it's logical and and they 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 dot their eyes and cross their T's and, and mm-hmm. not a ton of uh, uh, loose strings or, or plot holes. Well, it's like I think Legends and I'm and I can't remember exactly what, but it's like Legends. I think uh, got you know got you to save it up because they knew well at the end of the season we're going to need you to kind of just ah forget it. don't don't think too hard about it. yeah bear, bear with us let's have some fun here because yeah time is time is that thing where you actually get to make your own rules every time it's 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 almost impossible to argue the logic of time travel so you can kind of do what you want kind of and there's just some outlandish stuff, but, like, the stuff with his dad, like, I couldn't, I was like, oh, I can't watch this. This is too good. Like, you, you guys stop. Um, but, yeah, Legends is, it's good, and hopefully they Who's get dead? they get another run. Jax's dad. Right? I'm and, like, and, and, oh, and y'all, y'all like, stop. trying to tell him, like, you know, you don't go to Mogadishu, blah, blah, blah. Unabashedly, like, like yo. He's going to take, and, you know, like, well, he's going to drink that, or take that, that amnesia pill. And not remember any of this. He has to. Like, I gotta try. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. If something in his subconscious, like, you know, but, but again, he's not. And the, then, like, the man that he's young, uh, the pilgrim, like, being able to stop everybody in time, but then, uh, why would they leave her? Young now? Rip. Missed me. I don't know. Yeah, because they, uh, yeah, with uh, sticking their tongue at her, right? But then young Rip uh, stabbing her in the leg like the G he is, and I, then uh, I did like at that at that scene that they didn't go for the cheat the the kind of hacky, uh, you know, she's burning or like I, it just was ashes and just black soot smear of a used to be a body. Um, 
just a pile of ashes because that's exactly yeah. what it would be when you had that's what happens when all those things hit you at once like yeah and a baton Ray, Ray, yeah hot one everything <laughs> you'd be so funny if all that did was uh, like burn her to a crisp and then the baton is what broke her down alright um, and I enjoyed uh, like Heat Wave talking to his younger self and being able to work through that like again, like for somebody like who was, yeah, and that and that broke him down. But for somebody who's kind of the throwaway character, and it's, it's set up like that as far as how they scripted it, like for him to be working through his problems is really cool. Uh, it's just, oh, it's just a good show. Um, and then you know your show, uh, season one just ended, right? Old Supergirl. Yes, it did. Okay, and so we're all hoping for a season two. It Fingers sounds like. Crossed. Uh, I was afraid, be, uh, by the way it was ending, that oh they're really assuming like, this, this is could, if, this, if is, this is, is, it. is it. But nope, there was a there there was a, uh, a what's in the box type. What's in the box? What's in the box? I just uh, oh, it's funny you mentioned what's in the box because I actually worked all the way through uh, all four seasons of uh, House of Cards um, this weekend. Not all four seasons this weekend, but um, got all the way through it. That's it's a very good show. It's a very good show. Um, I, I don't know. Have you touched any of that? Okay. As somebody who has questions about how government is ran and the authenticity of the people in charge, I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, there's only so many hours in the day, but um, I think it's it's a very scathing look at politics, and Kevin Spacey is an American treasure. So, yeah, if you that's that's definitely something to uh, because you can binge it um, without working too hard. It's something you might want to take a look at. Um, and then you know we're gosh seven days away from uh, seven eight days away from Civil War. That's coming up quick. Um, so that'll be next weekend. Yeah, I'll probably and see I'm, that um, the weekend it comes out. Maybe that's Sunday. Well, which is which is good because like if we do this next Tuesday, I wouldn't have seen it yet. And by the time we get to next week, we would have both seen it. So yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, man, I think we're all good here. Um, this has been the. South Congress Podcast Fan by Fan Show for CW's The Flash, episode 219, Back to Normal. Uh, for Travis Bryant, I am Cameron Hawkins, and we're out. I'm saying take it. You got a mask to your high. Open your eyes, see this back to this fly. I think I'm Malcolm Middle. I think I'm Du Bois. Think I'm Vonnegut. I'm the new Floyd. Think I am the leader. Leader of the people. Goddamn, I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero. I'm a black superhero.